All right. Hey guys, welcome to episode 83 of Defy the Norm podcast. So I hope you've had a cup of coffee or that your brain is mentally clear right now because Victor and I are going to be connecting a whole lot of dots that we really hope will help you with your own self-awareness, self-understanding, but more importantly, so that you can use this skill to improve your relationships, whether it's just your relationship with your spouse, significant other, your relationship maybe with family or friends, coworkers. Um, we really, I, I really am gonna go deep into connecting because we've talked a lot about Enneagram. I talk about natal charts. Um, we talk about astrology, well, natal charts. And so I'm gonna bring a couple things together. Uh, you might even wanna take some notes on this because this one could be a really, uh, a big game changer for you. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. Okay, welcome. So we're going to talk about how we can look at how we, Victor and I, look at the goals we have. And, you know, we're really on this huge self-growth journey together in deciding like, hey, where's this vision of our future? We get to do a, a do-over and they're like, all right, we're going to move back into the RV Things in the world are way more chaotic, but we're moving into it with a totally different sense of inner grounding. And what that looks like for us can be pretty, pretty darn amazing. And the thing that has made the most impact in doing that is going deep into understanding Enneagram. And today I'm going to connect how using a natal chart uh, can help you understand because the Enneagram is your simplified version of what was really kind of in your nature to begin with. And yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's dive let's right dive in. Well, right in. one, one thing about this is that we're, we're talking about natal charts. We're talking about Enneagram. We're talking about astrology and essentially even numerology. And so just as a basic understanding, first you have to understand Maybe this is the first time you heard this and like, man, is this witchcraft? What's going on? Are they really talking about this? How can this be actually science backed? Well, let me explain it. Um, it's very, very simple. We are beings of an electrical nature. You don't believe me? Stick your finger on a light socket and find out real quick. And so every one of these astrological bodies can leave an imprint on you, especially when you're born. And if you understand that your electric electricity can be affected by others' electricity, um, by that phone that's in your pocket, which we know, but it can also be impacted by the stars and when you were born. And that's the mark that we're talking about when we're talking about natal charts, right? Yeah, what started it today was Victor and I were talking about um, how, <laughs> well, it came up, he, and I go, why don't you just send people to David Icke? He's like, I can't do that. Like, it'd be so much easier, but I can't do that. And I said, well, remember, that's because of your Lilith. Oof. And so Lilith is your shortcut answer to figuring out what the thing is. And a lot of people are like, Lilith, I've never heard of that. It's another one of the astrological uh, planets 
<coughs> or not uh, alignments. Alignments. Oh, alignment. An alignment that leaves you gives you a clue on what is going to be the issue that bodies, you are dealing with. Yeah. Astrological bodies. Yeah, but it, it gives you an insight into what's gonna be what's gonna be the crud you're working through, right? And so I'll try to go multiple ways, but if I took Victor's Lilith, and let, let me just preface by saying, because if you if you want, listen to David Icke, like that's one of the things we love every Friday morning where we wake up and we're like, all right, David put out a new episode. Oh, let's see. And it kind of repeats the same things over and over. But to me, and I think to you too, yeah. it just feels like you're not alone in this chaos of the world. And in the end, if, you, if you've only heard of David Icke through like people who are not awake and they're like, oh, he's crazy, he's conspiracy theorist, it's like ridiculous how many things are absolutely true. But the reason I personally love him so much is because his answer is heart chakra. And every single person Victor and I work with as clients, I always come back to heart chakra. Now their heart chakra might not be open because their root chakra is blocked, which is blocked maybe during the third eye, which is probably blocked because of their sacral chakra. And all of that comes down to programming. But most people do not have a balanced heart or sacral chakra. And now we got to add the root chakra in because of just fear of World War III. So for people to um, not be controlled by this, this Lilith, the easiest way is to be aware of it and recognize that it's probably at the root of your massive self-limiting belief. Your number one self-limiting belief is usually tied to this Lilith. And last night, so today's March 2nd, Last night, uh, Isabel on Making Mindfulness Fun guided us through a um, new moon meditation. It was amazing. And she did a visualization of walking through this forest and you come across this log and this log represents your self-limiting belief. And she encouraged, she walked us through like, you're gonna just walk through it with confidence and as you walk through it, it just dissolves. And I thought about so much how mine is self-doubt. And I actually, we can say how this ties into numerology, which in a way is astrology too, but. Minus judgment. <laughs> um, so my Lilith is, I am afraid to really step into my eight. I have so much fear of taking the lead, asserting myself, and just making decisions. Now in our family, I do make a lot of decisions, but sometimes it comes out as like a temper tantrum. It's not fair, Victor. I have to make all the decisions. And I recognize that like, oh, wait, that's good for me. However, so you have this Lilith and you have a South and a North node. And wherever your South node is, that tends to be where you, um, uh, it's your safety net. It's where you uh, default to. Our North node is kind of the answer to our growth. So for me, when I look at my North node, my North node tells me that I need to not be in control of everything, which seems contradictory, but it's really the, a, a sense of, I always think of an army, I think of how I run our family. Like, yes, I might still be the general calling the shots, but I am not gonna go it alone. In fact, I feel like that's the secret to how our kids have been homeschooled that's made it so so great, at least for us. I think a lot of people should, um, I'm, I'm asserting myself and telling you, you should totally embrace this, that my homeschooling, it's like, okay, here's the things you can do. Here's your workbooks that you can do. When my kids were seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, I was like this. You can do this or you can choose your own curriculum. And as long as you're focused on it and it's something that you're passionate about and you are going to do and not just say like, can I watch TV today? 
then absolutely you can go. And that's what we kind of are talking about here. I need Victor always has my back. And sometimes I'm like, hey, I might be the, calling the shots or making the decision, but I just need to know that you are on the same page, right? That kind of ties in with yesterday, as opposed to being like, the uh, sol foot soldier, like it's really hard in our marriage if he's the foot soldier and like, okay, just... Yeah, I mean, I, how do I put this? I I, I feel like I, my best role is to be that... The lieutenant. The lieutenant exactly. or the VP or whatever you want to call it, right hand man, like, don't worry, this gets dirty, I got you, no big deal. I don't necessarily want to put myself out there like this, but I can facilitate blank and blank. And I feel like it, when I'm best serving people... um. That's the role that I always can gravitate towards. I'm never going to be that uh, sort of the loudest voice, but um, I am always potentially looked at to get that support. So I mean, I will use a business instead of army since I don't know enough about that. Um, but yeah, you have, so you might have a president and a VP and some managers and then... A custodian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm going to explain what Victor's Lilith is in a second, but it's completely that. Like when Victor takes the role of the custodian, it might have seemed okay when we had babies and he was just cleaning and picking things up and stuff like that. But as our marriage evolved and our kids got older, one of the things that was our biggest con source of conflict looking back or downfall was that... I ended up having to rely on my kids because they were so used to being around me and used to that empowering, uh, the sense of empowerment in what I would tell them. What do you want to do for school? What do you, it ended up being, where do you want to travel to? What hike do you want to do? And so what ended up happening is my my VP, my CFO, my, my higher up, my boardroom ended up being me and the kids. And then Victor was like down in the, down in the mail room and I'd be like, come on, like, I can't do all of this. But then like, as we step, as you became more aware of it, yeah, you started stepping into more yeah, of Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a, like a direct decision that I remember um, making. However, the practicality, like and the logic associated with the roles that we slid into, particularly as our business and our kids grow, I'm like, all right, boom, I can do this like no one's business. What do you, you mean? Know? Well, like uh, not making... Uh, like getting into the grind, like so getting, yeah. right? Okay, so I'm going to tell you, this is why Lilith and North Node are so important. I understand where he's going with it. Um, it, it might not be clear if you're listening, but we'll get basically you as the Lilith. So, okay, we moved to David Icke and it's like, well, you know, I know that deep down, Victor would love to tell people because he truly loves listening to it. He would love to share that knowledge because he knows that if more people listened, they would be, it would truly be able to help them and protect them in the long run, correct? Correct. Okay. And so his Lilith, though, is that he really wants to be accepted as part of the herd or as part of the group. Okay. That, that idea of like it's really important uh, for him not to have this sense of rejection or anyone like, oh, you're an outsider, which is probably really hard being married to someone like me, whose motto is defy the norm on a defy the norm podcast. <laughs> and it's like, there is this t constant tug that I'm trying to explain that for him, he's like, ah, oh, I just want everyone to like me. I want them to um, 
think I'm great. And we always talk about, well, if you weren't going to be an entrepreneur, any company would just love to have you as their team because you can keep everybody around you happy. Like he can neutralize any situation, but not necessarily take it to let's achieve this common goal. He can just neutralize the emotions, make it so everybody just thinks really highly of themselves. They feel good. But sometimes that's at the expense of his own sanity, his own um, energy field. And so when we take our Lilith and then look to the North Node, like I said, for me, my Lilith is I feel shame or self-doubt really is the big one in taking the lead and asserting myself. And when I realize, oh, I just need to communicate, slow down enough to communicate to my team like, hey, I need your input or hey, I need you to help me achieve this. Let's, this is the vision I have. And so even today, like, all right, March 2nd, I go, Victor, our mission for March is to heal relationships, yeah. heal marriages. Let's, because we can't change what's happening in the world if we can't bring the family back together. So um, his North Node is that he overuses logic <laughs> at the expense of intuition. And what, like a year ago, like three months ago, remember when I like, in, you gotta be intuitive, intuitive. Like, what the hell is that? Hand me intuition. We're, we're like, how do you just do that? And now, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You have to feel it. You have to feel into that. That's a ton of work. Can okay, you explain that? What that feels like to you a little bit? Because I know uh, I'm it's trying to put it into do. words. You just pop this on me, but <laughs> you know, in, uh, intuition and logic and practicality. Like logic and practicality, I've leaned on so much to sometimes the point that I lack of decision making because I'm like, well, logically, I'm like, this really doesn't matter. So I, I don't care. You pick. Um, and so that's handcuffed me a little bit, but intuitive intuition, um, in lots of different things. And I think like maybe intuition on like, oh, this is a good time to do this move when I, uh, this is a good time. Actually, the, one of the first places I felt is like, what do I need to do intuitively to work out to just feel better? Oh, uh, that was a big deal when the shift, yeah. because for his work, his own personal workouts yeah. for so long, we're so regimented. I like this many sets on. This is what I do. This is the numbers that I'm going. This is what I'm going to achieve. And then, uh, when did that change? Do you remember? I don't know. I remember back in like 2014, we used to go for runs, and I'd get so mad that he ran with a timer. I'm like, just, just let's just run to feel good. Just like if you guys know who Wanpa is, you might not, but no, Regan and Wanpa, <laughs> just, just feel into it. Just feel. And I was always like, yeah, let's just feel. Let's just run till we feel good, and then turn back and run back. It's like. But I, but I, I want to get 45. I want to get my car. I want to get my expenditure, my expenditure. I want to run at this training zone. I want to, do, and I was like, <laughs> and now uh, I totally get it because we want to nurture that, that chi, that life force in us in such what a way. It. What? it was because I always bring everything back to what's your goal. Yeah. So for example, at the start of this conversation in David, I, I said, look, we need to help more people. And that's what triggered like, well, if people knew where what was happening around them, it's because, and I jump around too much, but it's because you came in and told me about Biden's um, miss, like calling their Ukrainians Iranians. And I said, oh, well, that's just a purposeful distraction so that people get caught up in gossip. And then that's where it triggered that. And that's part of his Lilith, actually. So going back, we'll go back to um, intuition. intuition. It was when, so your goal was to be included with even us. You know, it's, there was this part of our travels 
that it was like me and the kids and then Victor or me and the four kids and Victor and Tati. And then there's this feeling of you had more space in your life to be like, well, I want to be included in yoga. And then we travel like I want to be included in these hikes. And it got to be where I was like, well, really, what you're doing in the gym is making it that why, why you can't hike with us. Like you <laughs> would have so much trouble hiking with us, right? Well, you, yeah, so, to be, again, you have to be aligned at which one to be good at. It sounds crazy to think, like, uh, especially given, like, a fitness coach thing. But, like, walking 15 miles, like, is very, very, was very, very hard for me, especially if I was lifting very very heavy or challenging my body in a lot of ways. Actually, most of the time I was going into those things feeling very run down because I train, I'd leave so much in the gym. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was, um, the other thing is most of his lifts, it's all linear and we're like, you need to be able to move dynamically yeah, on the wall. Yeah, they always say I don't move dynamically, okay. whatever. He's like, did you see my dance reel yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I can move. Um, so, so there's, a, there's another thing to look at. So you have your Lilith and you're like, okay, this is where, it's the place where we feel the most shame. I feel shame that I have to, that I want to lead, that I feel like I can make these decisions. Victor's like, oh, I feel shame that I have, that I want to be accepted by the group. And it's not to deny those things. It's to look to your North node and be like, how can I use my North node to embrace this weakness i guess we could call it and so i can look well i need to better communicate with my team victor's mine is in my fourth house so my that's the next part i was going to say so you have to look at where your north node is for me mine's in my fourth house fourth house dictates my home my parents um even uh, a little bit your karmic journey if you believe that you're just consciousness passing through on another uh round mm-hmm. of on a different being. roller coaster right um so I found find this very interesting because I have had this insane tug about keeping this house that is, um, we rent it from my uncle. My uncle and I do not always have, let's just say I don't have a, pre, a good relationship with anybody in my family, at not the level that I want. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, um, I just see the world, a lot of it probably has to do with the fact of defy the norm. I see what life life is supposed to be an experience and a self-growth journey to me. We should be helping as many people. I don't really, I've never really been a sentinel type where like just plug myself into the grind. Um, This is just what you do in life. You just have to suffer and sacrifice. And I've just never done that. I've never understood that. Hence, that's probably why I'm a type eight. And we, we're on this property and there's something, you know, I, I grew up in a divorced family. I never had the same house. Victor's family still lives in the same house that he was born in. And I think there was something about this land that on a spiritual level, it felt like this grounding, this, this sense of home base that I had never really had. Like we've owned a lot of homes, but I've never really had a massive attachment to them. They've never really felt right. This one did, but then ironically, I end up trapped in uh, emotional, uh, I get stuck in an emotional, I don't even say roller coaster. It's just a, it's a trap. I catch myself, my moon's in Scorpio, but we can save that for another one, where it's this extremist of emotions um, having to rent land 
that you love, but from somebody who doesn't understand you and who you don't necessarily see eye to eye with. And I end up feeling like, oh, I can self-sabotage. I, I caught it in Florida when we were gonna come back and I we sat there and I said, hey, you guys, should we, should Victor just move, uh, sorry, move, run back or like fly back and just pack up the house and we're, we're happy here. And I was like, no, no, there was this tug in my heart of like, no, I just, I really wanna spend Christmas there. It just feels right. And I think that is absolutely because of my North Node and home and having to, um, to, having to work through that. And I know that in the end, my growth is not to necessarily reach for that, not to like stay stuck in um, that permanence or that feeling of self-sabotaging my emotional self, my voice, my throat chakra, in order to um, achieve. You know, achieve that sense of home that it's really important for, for what I'm gonna tell you for Victor's North Node, for us to be doing stuff like this and build up a sense of home in a different way. And so Victor's is in his third house. Your th his third house has to do more with his daily routines. <laughs> um, everything for Victor is about his self care and his daily routines and his habits hence why living in an rv was really stressful um but he has so his north node to go from logic to intuition and to commit to a path and you think victor's like right you're like what do you mean i have commitment issues i've been married to you forever yeah but you'd say like when it comes to business he can commit to showing up to the same clients yeah. Every day for 20 years. That was easy. But to commit to, hey, we're going to spend all of March talking about marriage and relationships. And like, that's really hard unless we're doing it together. But if you're doing it on your own, that would be really hard. Well, yeah, even by the, even by the dialogue in the podcast, by, by the sheer quantity, sometimes most people can pick up like, oh yeah, Robin has really got everything. She has a ton to say. And I'm sitting here and I internalize and come up with exactly what I want to say each time that would be extremely difficult and uh, truthfully because of my Lilith I'm like oh I'm gonna ruffle a feather I'm gonna I'm gonna stand outside as an outlier I'm not gonna be accepted but uh, there's just so many people I mean what drives me there's so many people that are struggling that I know and I, I we need to step in and help each other at this point. Yes, I really do reach to them all the time. Like, you're the helper. Do you want to help? Yes. Okay, well, we need to help through using your throat chakra because it's the only way in this world right now, in this digital age, it's really hard to not use your throat chakra. And so this is what the most mind-blowing, I think I said this in a couple episodes ago, Victor is a great person every day, but he is a significantly different person on Sundays <laughs> and, uh, and I do love him no matter which side it is but there is less conflict between us on Sundays and it's because his throat chakra changes when he works with clients because of his third house in in his north node in that he gets caught up in the communication that tends to become slightly gossipy. And I've always said, this is so simple, but impossible to do some days. I go, Victor, you would be able to figure all of this out if you just didn't work for a year, got rid of your phone, never saw anything <laughs> on social media. Done. Like, 
Yeah, he's like, sign sure, me up. Sign me up. But it's, it's amazing what happens on the subconscious level, for him at least, to, to basically, communication comes inward too, remember. So if he scrolls through social media, sees some drama with what's happening in Ukraine, or sees some drama with, even if it was with masks, or any little drama, his brain gets attached to those details, and then you're not in your intuitive sense, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a simple way of, of putting it, but the challenge for me has always been um, I, I rely a lot on, uh, and this is also in my natal chart, like my sweet spot, what, what I can do, man, like no one's business is I can read a room, I can read a person and know exactly how to be to make them feel awesome in that moment. And that's an ex extreme, like that's sort of my superpower. Yeah. But if I, re I rely it too much, it also keeps me handcuffed because I will not say sometimes that tough truth like, hey, this is going to sting a little bit, but you need to hear it. You know, we haven't, you haven't, you've focused a little bit on blank and blank and we're here a year later and you haven't done it. Um, and so instead, you know, I bite my tongue to think long term and, and what I end up in my own brain and my own person is like, well, if I'm not part of this person's life, I'm not even helping them take that baby step. But if they're on that step, that step for a decade, now I realize like, well, sometimes they, they need that push. They need to be, they need to hear that hard truth. It, I can do it in a compassionate manner, but I, at first I judge myself. Like if I even say anything close to this, that is, that isn't nice. That isn't judgment. That's judging. And I, I struggled with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the uh, the cool thing is like you can look at an Enneagram 2 and an Enneagram 8 and in some ways be like, that is a mess. Like, what? don't even go there. I think it's perfect. I think it's great. I can see the way it's a win, but it's taken us a long time to... Um, and, and if we had never like defied the norm, if we just stayed as... Um, Part of the rat race it, it might have been able to bury it but knowing how uh, knowing my moon in scorpio i doubt i could bury anything for very long the only way is to work through it and have full communication um the i mean i want to give you guys always a uh hack or a you know the Short steps cut. yeah the steps. steps so so it's great you look at it you're like okay i have this lilith i have this north node it affects a certain part of my Part of me more than others, you know, depending on what house it's in. The thing is, is that I, the two anchors for any of that information is goals and values. It really comes down to, for Victor and I, we started, what is the goal? And we're like, well, the goal is that um, we are staring off in the same direction, mm -hmm. but feel a deep connection every day. Yep. And there's... So, so in order to achieve that goal, I go, okay, well, we need to be, we really need to step into a platform together because this is something where we have uh, overlapping ideals. We both believe in marriage. We both, we might look at fitness in different ways. We might look in the chakra healing. Well, we're pretty much the same page on that one or our understanding might be different, but like 25 years of marriage, we have a few things that we've probably done right to make it this far. Sure. And so we go, okay, the goal is blank. So then the next thing is you have to look at the values 
and try to pick up where the external value is defeating or getting in the way of the internal value system. So I end up making the secret to a successful marriage is uh, expectations or another way is making requests. If you can make a request to your spouse, that means you know your expectation and you can communicate it, which is really, really, really important in a marriage. A lot of people miss just that part. So if I go, Victor, will you believe in, in relationships? I'm gonna ask you to step into your own mind, your intuition, block out all distractions and tell me, tell me what it is that makes marriage so important to you. What is it that you think you've done right that other people could do better? It's for me just helping guide him to how to be intuitive. And it's really awesome because Victor maybe messes up and some of it doesn't make decisions or goes, I don't know, does all these works out too much so he can't hike. But he has an abnormal amount of willingness to try new things, both in physical element and like, <laughs> and for um, and for emotionally, emotionally. I mean, if his gift, his gift that he can give guys the most is like, hey, like, do you love your wife? You might want to put your ego aside for a second and like listen to your heart. And like most guys, are like, yeah, dude, bro, I don't do that. Like, <laughs> can we just like roll instead? Um, so being able to external for him would be validation, five senses. So I love about David Icke. He says it all the time. Look at people live in their five senses so much, their taste, their touch, their smell, da, 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 the gossip, the drama, they live there. Okay. The cool thing is we have an advantage because we've traveled so many places and extracted ourselves from that so long that we get to live in our sixth sense of intuition a lot. A lot, like I, I go so many places uh, on a hike or even when you're rock climbing, it's not all data driven. Yes, you're like feeling for the rock, but sometimes you're kind of closing your eyes and be like, okay, where, which, where do I feel like I'm gonna need to move next? And I know that sounds crazy, but so myself included, do I, I, I can easily, easily get drawn into the external validation of, gosh, I get no likes on my reels. Pretty much everybody, nobody likes me on Instagram anymore all that external validation. And then I have to sit back in my, in quiet space and meditation go, do I have a gift? Do I have world, something yeah. that can make a difference? Yes. So it takes 10 times more effort and that's fine. Um, you can shortcut this. I promise to shortcut in the end is your Enneagram. For me, my Enneagram eight can go to, all right, do I have something to offer? Yes. Do I need to just do it and keep working on my type two, growing into the two and do it in like more compassionate, maybe less, less, uh, so you can be compassionate Impressive. and assertive at the same time. And so that's why long form video does so much better for me. Instagram, it's really hard to like encapsulate. Yeah, seven seconds, yeah. seven seconds. That's the average. Like it's just nothing gets done. All that, all that is, is sort of eye candy and like, real quick oh that made me feel better oh dopamine okay addiction 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 um and so that becomes a little bit challenging but that that sort of switching from external validation to internal worthiness that's the work that you need to do um on yourself um and i would encourage anyone who potentially is struggling in their relationship like for the longest time i could care less i could care less what people thought of our relationship 
right? The, what their image was. I've gotten, I've gotten called mandilon. I've gotten called whipped. I've got like, dude, that I was 19. People are telling me that. And I was like, nah, I'm pretty good. I think I'm, I'm following my intuition right now. This is telling me this is right. This is how this is going to evolve. Now, look, that's not to say that who I was at 19 versus now um, is complete, completely the same. But I've always followed, you so you follow your heart, you know, you follow your intuition a little bit. And then now at this point, I realize I needed to pivot and work a little bit more on communicating my, my goals, dreams, and desires and making them, um, verbalizing them more, verbalizing more emotions so that my partner understands instead of saying like, I'm good, whatever, oh, whatever. And you it's know. also because it's your third house, so it's your daily routines as opposed to being in whatever I think your seventh house is like relationships or fifth house. Um, it does. It, that's why I think why people look at astrology and like, no, that's not me. And they, there's just wait. It's because of the surface level. I'm a Cancer sun sign. Well, I'm I have Cancer qualities, sweet, but it's not. That's really not what people see in me. Um, and then it depends to your home life or your work life and things like that. Uh, but you can see how just overall stepping from a two and embracing more of an Enneagram four yeah. can be a simplified, simplified version of stepping into that. Yeah, I thought of a very good analogy. And sometimes I do this with clients and I actually did it this week. Uh, all of these things are a tool of self-reflection, right? And so whilst a lot of people are like, no, that's not me. Well, with some clients, I always go, hey, what'd you think of that set of squats or whatever? Oh, it felt good. I'm like, okay, check out this video I took of you or these pictures I took of you. And they go, what? <laughs> I, I can't. And they were looking in a mirror. You know, they're looking in the mirror and seeing it. But then they look at that from a different standpoint and they go, oh, these are my errors. I, it felt, it, I feel this way. But then looking through this, it gives them a, re a different reflection that, that allows you to now reflect upon internalize and grow from yeah absolutely okay so i think that wraps up your uh, astrology uh, i guess i could add real quick because i can we can tie it another hack is just look at your numerology because you know the good thing about numerology you can't mess that up unless your parents <laughs> told you you were born on the wrong day and time <laughs> well no there's oh yeah no yeah, time yeah, yeah there's that. no time it's just no it's just yeah so you just add up your birth date you know i'm seven six 1976 you add those up that's a 36 a life path 36 adds up to nine life path nine is integrity and wisdom which really is being a leader but you have to work through the level three which is expression and sensitivity which is like i need to express myself here but not be so sensitive about what people think of me and a six that i'm totally spacing on that i can't remember you can add while i was thinking of what a six number is because my brain's dead by this point so, in the podcast. You guys, we're getting a significant amount. We're, we're seeing the numbers and our stats are showing our, our downloads are going up. And we really appreciate you guys doing that. But we want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to hear about, what you want to hear about more. What are your struggles? So please send us some messages with regards to that because we promise we could get you guys a little bit more information and put you on the right path. And we are excited to consistently be showing up and providing and helping the world be a better place. I mean, that sounds very cliche, but at this point we're here for each other and it's time for both Robin and I to come together as a team because we are, we are our best. And I think one thing that I realize about a relationship, um, 
and a lot of guys will potentially reach out and be like, hey, I'm struggling. I'm like, well, are you, a does it make, being with this person want to make, make you want to be a better person? Yeah, I'm like, well, it's probably a good thing that you're together. So work your way through those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we always come back to like- So I think we're better people when we're doing this, this kind of stuff together is what I'm we're saying. Step into your third eye of, um, the one I do always is, do I want to let this bickering or my ego's defense right now make it so that when my kids have kids that they have to go spend Christmas at Victor's for half the day and then come spend Christmas with me half the day because that's how I grew up and I don't want that for my kids that's for me you find your why my why ends up being that like I do not want to recreate that and usually most of the time I can step into that and go yeah yeah I was being I'm not a nice person. I was letting my ego get in the way or I was being too assertive and maybe I can like be a little bit more of a team leader. Team, team leader. <laughs> All right, we are out. All right.